whatever you do, don't let it fall into the wrong hands. So you guys had been transported here after finding what appeared to be a portal gun inside of a box with a warning uh, note stuck to the outside of it when you arrived at the wreckage of uh, many things incorporated. You discovered this box with this note and it had a portal gun inside it and the portal gun took you to this weird space surrounded by blackness. So the portal just took uh, took you to this staircase and led you into this series of rooms and you're not really sure where it is other than just being an underground space. You went through a series of rooms, encountered a series of hilarious characters, and then you encountered a room with two hemispherical stone hemispheres. And Schmorkus Borden did a little flying up to check on this little shiny object on the ceiling, and one of his butt cheeks disappeared seemingly permanently. (laughs) His leg is still attached, so he can sit, but it's just awkward and a bit uncomfortable because he's missing one butt cheek. Can you remind me which one it was, the lefty or the righty? I can't remember now. Let's Feel say like it's left. Okay, let's say it's the left. So that's just happened, and you've probably seen Schmorgasbord and go, oh, "What happened to my butt cheek?" And that is where we resume the action. <laughs> okay. Um. So, so is my leg just kind of like not? It's not floating. It's attached, but just by the front bit. Yeah, imagine it's sort of like extended itself around the front or the back edge of where the butt cheek would have been, and it just continues up into your torso. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> that's, that's really fucked up. Uh, well, what do I do now? Um, do I, am I able to kind of like check for magic, see if any magic, see if my butt is now magic? Uh, you, how do you intend to check for this? Uh, <laughs> don't, don't ask anyone else to check for you, but... <laughs> uh, just check the presence of some sort of magic. Okay, make an arcana like, check for me. Arcana check, that's all. I wanted to say that, but I'm still not sure about terminology, so I don't look for... Well, yeah, you don't actually need to say the check. It's up to me to tell you what the check is. You just oh, okay, tell, you tell me what you're attempting to do. Uh, okay, with a 20... You are confident that your butt has been removed by magical means, and you feel like it's been, it hasn't been destroyed, it's been almost transported somewhere else that you have just no way of knowing the location of, and it feels permanent to you. Well, it feels like it's not on a timer. That is what your arcane intuition reveals. Okay, so I've got to find my butt. Yeah. Well, it depends if you want your butt cheek back. It is our quest. Yeah, that's now that's our new quest. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I I say let's go and so this room we were in, other than this big thing up that we I made him fly up and touch. Uh, what what else was in this room? Okay, let me remind you. Uh, it's like the door. The only thing aside from being like a, I think hexagonal, yeah, is it's got a pair of perfectly rounded stone mounds in the center. Um, uh, the shiny thing on the ceiling that says say goodbye to your butt and the rest of it is just sort of stone like uh, flagstones all right shall we just uh uh about that door there's a door yeah. oh, i mean there's, touch... there's also a wooden door on the other side sorry i should have reminded you 
Yeah, no, that's fine. Let's see that. All right, let's just go and uh, try it. See if it's uh, locked. Okay, you go up and try does, the door. Does having um, only one butt cheek hinder my movement at all? No, it does not. Yeah. <laughs> but it is weird. It kind of feels <laughs> like when you go to the dentist and your lip is numb for a while, except it's your ass cheek. <laughs> no, that is weird. Okay, so Aska tests the door. Yes. The door opens. You see a corridor. The corridor is 15 feet in length. It has a door on the other side of it and an exit going to the right, leading to another door, 10 feet away. You see a plaque on the side of the corridor. Mm, the plaque. Read the plaque. Yeah, what okay. does it say? The plaque says in common, this is a corridor. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. How foreboding. And it's got a dot, um, dot, dot at the end of it. Um, right, Should we continue just... straight, maybe? Just yeah, to see? Yeah, let's do straight. Okay. Uh, you go straight. I'll try to open the door. Okay, the door opens. Inside, you see a long corridor. And I will describe to you what you see. You see a long, wide room looming before you. Mysterious runes and patterns seem to cover the room's walls and the floor. At the end of this long room is some sort of evil mage. Oh man, he's so evil, at least as evil as anyone can be under the lens of subjective moral parameters and constantly moving ethical goalposts. He looks real tough. He blocks the way to the next room. Figure it out. <laughs> Kill him, right? Yeah. You see, uh, he, he yells at you from the other side. I am the greatest wizard. <clears throat> uh, Morty, I am the greatest wizard of all time. You cannot defeat me, and you must defeat me in order to pass. What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> I am immune to all attack. Um, I'm going to approach him. Mm-hmm. Without doing anything, just gonna walk straight up to his face. Mm -hmm. and I am immune to your eyes. stance. Intimidating. So, are you gonna do what? I'll okay. kick him in his knee. Okay, you kick him in his knee. He doesn't even flinch. He says, I am immune to knee kicks. <laughs> I'm gonna walk around and just try the door on the other side. Okay. Uh, uh, the door feels locked. He says, ha, 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 I am immune to your door openery. I'll, mm. try, and pick, I'll try and pick the lock. <laughs> mm -hmm. Make a thieves tools check. Yeah, how, how do I, is that, uh... Oh, that's your proficiency plus dexterity modifier. Uh, you got to do the forward slash before the roll. Oh. But other, otherwise you did perfectly. <laughs> other than that enormous error, flawless. <laughs> Maybe it's all intentional to kind of try and confuse this this wizard. Okay, with a twelve, you put your lockpick in, and the lockpick like gets pulled inside, and you hear like a rattling, bending sound of like steel creaking, and then it spits out the lockpick again, and it's all kind of mangled up, and you hear the mage say, "All right, I gotta get this voice right. How does he say? I gotta. How do I do Rick's voice? <laughs> Marty, Marty, Marty." Ha ha ha, I am immune to your lock picking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, so, 
So this is... I'm also immune to the leg kicking from before. Uh, should we just uh, check the other door? Yeah, let's, let's, just, let's just check the door down here. Okay. I doubt that he's going to attack us. I'll try to open that door. Uh, okay, you attempt to open it, and it, excuse me, opens successfully. Well, what have we here? Let's take a look. Some kind of designs carved on the floor? From above, you realize that these designs are actually dozens of tiny hallways connected to tiny rooms. Some have teensy treasure chests, while others feature tiny traps that would have trouble catching a mouse. But it's not mice these traps are after. Then trail off dramatically. Oh, I mean, that was a note to myself. I didn't mean to read that. <laughs> um. I mean, uh, I think Milksteak should step outside and have a look. Yeah. You mean step inside? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, yeah that's fine. Okay. Uh, what are you attempting to achieve, Milkstank? Just looking around, can I can I see any of those? Uh, what was the other portal? See? Oh, you mean the little corridors and things? Yeah. Make an in. Where, where are they? Oh, it's on the ground. Oh. So make an investigation oh. check. Okay, with a nineteen, you realize after you examine this thing, this series of corridors and little treasure chests and traps on the ground carved below you, that it looks like a top-down view of a minuscule scale dungeon. And you notice in a corner of this labyrinth is probably an adventuring party comprised of a tiny cleric, a tiny fighter, a tiny rogue, and a tiny wizard cheerfully sort of, you know, slogging their way around the dungeon slowly. So cute. You also notice lying on the stone floor outside of the dungeon's outline are several carved wooden figurines, a green dragon, an ogre, a spider, and a zombie. Oh, which one should we drop into the to see if they want to? Ooh, a dragon! Yeah, just we we'll check the dragon and drop it into in front of the little dudes. Okay. Okay, you watch as you place the dragon in. Do you place it like immediately next to the little group of adventuring parties? Uh, behind them. Okay, yeah. behind them. You notice as you place the green dragon figurine into this little top-down dungeon, it immediately comes alive. And it starts like oh. ripping into the flesh of these tiny adventurers. Oh no! Nice. And <laughs> you also see that within about forty-five seconds, they're all killed and their blood stains the corridor. <laughs> and then you notice. What? Then you notice one of the tiny treasure chests in the corner opens. All right. What's in it? Check it. Can, can, can we open it? Can we? Can we? Can we? Well, it's already open, but you can try and look inside. Inside, yeah, inside is a tiny little black rod, about one inch in length. Yeah, I'll take it. Okay. Uh, you can. Uh, that's all you notice inside the treasure okay. chest, but you can make an arcana check to try and determine what this tiny thing is. I'll do the same. Yeah, I'll help. Okay. 
Okay, so uh, Smorgasbordin and Asker, you are confident that this is actually a wand of magic missiles, which you can find uh, in the... I can show it to you. Hold on. Uh, there you go, show to players. So that means if you go to your handout section, which is their little newspaper icon in the top right, you'll see uh, there's a little new item that you can look at. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that oh. is what you possess. So it works just like a normal wand of magic missiles, but you get the sense that it's kind of hard to keep track of because it's so small. It's like having a needle as a weapon. Cool. Dope Should shit. I keep it as my only kind of spell casting? Yeah. Or you want because you you already can cast the magic missiles yourself. Yeah. 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 No. No. You take it. Uh, it's a good spell, and it could be uh, maybe may, maybe we can hurt hurt the. Yeah. Should we try the other door as well first, or do you want? Should we have another look, look around, see if we can open any other other chests in this? Uh, yeah. There are more chests, right? More small chests. Uh, you notice one or two other ones, yeah. I'll I'll pick one of them and see if, if there's a way like to op open it, like just okay. Yeah. By... Make a a thief. Are you trying to pick it? Did you say? Uh, <laughs> or, or just by just open it with my fingers. Oh, okay. Make an athletics or strength check. I'll try the other one. Okay, you make a strength check as well. Oh wow, natural 20. Okay, so ask, uh, sorry, Smorgasbordin, you rip open the chest and you notice one regular sized gold piece filling the entirety of this tiny chest <laughs> falls to the ground and goes cling. Whereas Asker, you open yours and inside is a tiny skeleton, like presumably of a tiny halfling that has been trapped inside that chest for goodness knows how long. Hmm. Oh, that's cool. Maybe I can trade that. That's a, like a tiny skeleton. I'll keep it. I'll, I'll try and wrap it in some cloth or something to preserve it. Okay. On your character, on your whatever, on the notes section, because this isn't an official item, just write tiny <laughs> skeleton. <laughs> I did one gold to my 10,700. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that everybody, everybody from that room tiny wand of magic missiles, one gold piece, <laughs> and a tiny skeleton. Clearing out. High yield adventuring right there. Absolutely. Should we go through this door? Yeah, let's, let's check what's behind the door once. Jerry uh, is ready. Or ask you. Why isn't it letting me add stuff? Oh, there we go. Uh, tiny... Are you in the note section of your sheet? Yeah, just sweet. other possessions. Oh, sweet. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm done. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, so let's try the other door then, then yeah? The yeah. southern door? Yeah. The southern door. Okay, cool. You open the door, you see a 12-foot corridor leading to another door. Ooh. All right. Dun, dun, dun. I'm at 16 health with no more. I need a long rest quite soon. Uh, but this is not a place for long rest. So let's try and find a place for long rests. Mm -hmm. I'll, because... I'll open the next door. Cool. Okay. You open the door. Yeah. Uh, I shall reveal the room to you to the best of my ability. And I will describe it to you. 
beyond to the best of my ability. Okay. Everything in this odd-shaped room is white. The walls, the floor, the ceiling, everything. Except for the four doors that surround it. And a stressed-looking lady seated at a cheap desk writing furiously on paper. Or parchment. Let's say parchment. She's got an inkwell, inkwell and a quill pen. How's that for immersive medieval setting? A second after the door is opened, the room elongates itself until it is a hundred feet long. Wow. And you're on the other side of it from her. Mm. Mm. Hundred feet away. Uh, I guess we can still yeah. step inside, right? Yeah, I mean, in order to... I, I presumed why, why you were on the threshold of the door, let's say. Yeah, yeah. Who's pinging and why? Sorry, I just, I'm trying to move my character back, keep moving yeah. other people's. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, let's, uh, let's see if we can walk up to that lady and uh, talk to her. You walk about 10 feet into the room and she says, Listen, I'm very busy. I've got to finish this part of this dungeon. I can't talk to you, okay? I just can't. So leave me alone. Uh, we can help, I say. Try to convince her. Uh, make a persuasion check. Oh, wow. 13. She looks up at you and says, No, listen, this, this dungeon is not finished. Look at the walls. It's white. Everything here is white. I need to finish it. I need to finish it. So just stop distracting me. And then she goes back to what she was doing. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, you could do with some, uh, some stone walls, maybe some shields hanging up on the walls. Are you attempting I, to yeah. do anything or just chat? Uh, yeah, I, 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 as I keep walking towards her, I, are we up? Are we at her now? Are we no, you're, you've only her? made it about twelve yeah, feet yeah, yeah. so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll, so I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll keep walking towards her and give her advice, like, like you know, wooden, wooden uh, desk with some chairs, you know, some tankards of ale. Uh, should we have some more hay? on the floor and some dirt, maybe a pig running around giving her all, she says all I've, I've already thought of that do you not think i've already thought of that okay i'm gonna i'm gonna deal with you guys and oh, you man. you notice slots in the walls open up beside you and six round saw blades come flying out uh so we are gonna see everybody roll a d20 to determine who the blades target Ooh, it looks like it's going for Asker, this first blade. I think a 23 hits you. It does indeed. Uh, okay, so then it's going to be 1d8 slashing damage. Okay, you take one slashing damage from this buzzsaw blade sort of skimming off your shoulder. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, the other one is going to be... This is going to be laborious to do every time. Um, you can just copy paste. No, no, no. As in, okay, everybody roll 5d8. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Uh, D20s. <coughs> Five? Yep. Oh, damn. Okay. 5d20s. Oh, <laughs> wow. I know. You're doing them individually. What the hell, man? Yeah, that's weird. Oh, um, okay, so, uh, so okay. Can everyone remember? Aranas gets hit once, then Sean gets hit once, then Asker gets hit once, then uh, Asker again, and then Sean. So that's 
three for Asuka, oh, two, two for Asuka, two for Sean, one for Aranos, right? Yeah. Okay, sweet. Um, okay, so that means the first is an 11 against uh, Aranos' character's name, which is Milkstake. Does that hear you? Yeah. Oh, it does? Uh, 11. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I got okay, so you watch the buzzsaw blade like slice over your hair and take off a couple of hairs. And then the next blade, I think, goes to Schmorgus Borden, right? That's a 22. <laughs> I assume that hits you. Oh, yeah, just. Well, that, does, just... that does four slashing damage. Then the next one is a 19. I think that hits Asuka. It does, yeah. Yeah, that's for eight slashing damage. Oh, fucking God. And then... I'm at, I'm at seven health. Oh, wow. Then the next one is a 15 to hit Schmorgus Borden. Is that uh, it? No, no. Oh, that slices just past your shoulder. And then the last one goes to Asker again with a 16. Does that hit you? Yeah. For six slashing damage. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. Fuck this lady. I'm going to, okay. As soon as I, I'm, I'm, I'm attacking her straight away. <laughs> okay. Everybody roll initiative. We're in, we're in the real, we're in the shit now. All right. Nobody do yeah. anything yet though. Cause I got to do this thing. Okay. So Asker is the first to react after these oh, buzzsaw I... blades slice into you all. Quickly top of my wine before battle. <laughs> That's what <laughs> half orc would say. I must top up my wine before battle. <laughs> I must uh, top up uh, my vine before uh, the battle. <laughs> Is that your French orc? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose I was doing more of a dwarf's voice, really. Okay, so I am gonna... Oh, I don't know. Okay, I only have one spell slot for second level. So I am doing Scorching Rays. Ooh. So the way this works, I'm just gonna. Does this cast? Let's see. Let's try this. Okay, so that's because it does. Oh, nice. Th three rays and at high level cast. Are you using a spell three or higher? Create additional ray. Okay. Oh, no, you create one additional ray for each spell slot above second. So I do four of these. Okay. Um. Uh, I just. I, I guess I just cast all four. Like that. Wow. Okay. So the first one hits and it's a crit, as does all of them. <laughs> all of them hit. So that is 24 plus 4 is 28 plus 7 is 65. 35 fire damage. Uh, Asuka, how do you want how do you want her to meet her end? Um, I want I want her to <laughs> Hit, and I want her, her, all of her internal organs to start to boil, and I want it to take about three or four seconds, so just enough time for her to realize how much she fucked up by <laughs> sending those blades at us, and then she explodes. She says, "Oh, my skin, my blood, it's boiling! What? I'm never gonna finish the dungeon now! Oh! I'm melting!" And then she does a Wizard of Oz reference, and I'm going to have to cut that. I'm, I'm literally going to have to cut that out of the podcast because they're probably very litigious. Uh, sweet. So she's lying in a melted, non-copyright infringing puddle on the ground. Her shoes are blue. She's got blue shoes. It's fine. Yes, blue shoes. In fact, they're flip-flops. They're, they're blue flip-flops. 
<laughs> oh boy. All right. So uh, that's my last second level spell slot. I am gonna chug some because don't we have any? Let's see the the health potions or something. Didn't we get some? I'm sure we can have a rest here now. Yeah, but we need it needs to be a long rest because I am out of mm. short rest uh, dice. Let's, let, let's, uh, let's barricade the door and let's just have a long rest. Is, is, that, is that possible, Sam? How long is a long rest? A long rest is uh, eight hours. Do we want to barricade the doors to stick around for eight hours? Uh, you notice I, I, as the puddle uh, c condenses onto the floor, the room returns to its normal dimensions as reflected in front of you. Uh, maybe we can go and have a look, because if it's any way to sort of, if she's got like a way to create shit, maybe she can create like beds and shit in the room. Mm hmm But I mean, you're oh, welcome yeah. to attempt. On the table. Yeah, let, let's go up and check check the table and whatever remains and see if we can find anything out of value or figure okay, out if cool. we can control the room as well. Okay, uh, on the desk is just a series of parchments with writing on it. There's also the inkwell and the quill, and there's a, a two drawers in the desk and a wooden chair. Um, I'll just check and see, read what she has been writing then. Her first line is, what about a room filled with lava? No, that's not going to work. What about a room filled with frogs? No, I mean, it's got to have more of a variety. What about a forest mixed with a frozen tundra? No, and then she crosses out a bunch of things, and she's just pitching ideas for the room. All right. Can I see if I can... It's like a magic parchment. This is like a death note situation where you write. Do you know what I mean? Uh, you can, you can attempt to write on it if you wish. Okay, I'll write on... I'll just write uh, three beds. <laughs> okay. Make a arcana check. Oh, <laughs> with a natural one, roll a d20 to see how bad the natural one is. Oh no, okay, you rolled a natural one on the d20 to determine how bad your natural one should be. Just let that sink in. Magic orbs appear buzzing around the room and flashing in psychedelic patterns that freak you out a little bit. You need to succeed on a DC I'll tell you in a second, wisdom saving throw. Oh goodness, that is not gonna cut it. So basically you feel, you feel mesmerized by the uh, experience and you can't take reactions uh, for a small period of time. And you also feel frozen, you can't move at all. And you need to use your action to, okay, roll a d4 for me, okay. A four. That means you're gonna attack Schmorgus Borden. So, make oh, make a make a melee attack with your whatever your melee weapon is. I got got a got my boomerang. I have a dagger. It would make more sense with the dagger. It's the same damage. And... Okay, with a twenty, that hits. I think, and that does three piercing damage to Schmorgus Borden. And then about five seconds later, you can move again, and you sort of shake it off and you have no idea what just happened, but it was a very unfortunate series of events. That's some really serious uh, fucked upness for just writing on a... Three beds. You dabbled with powers that you did not understand. 
All right. Can can I can I try that again? Yeah, go for it. I, I need to know. <laughs> if, is it magic or is it just because I very much fucked up? Um, Schmorgsborden, what did you say before I answer Asuka's question? I was going to say, can I, can, I hold, can I stop him because I don't want to get attacked again? <laughs> well, you can I'll, attempt to. Yeah, can I try to ride that? Uh, but, wait, wait, let's play this out. Firstly, what does Schmorgsborden say to Asuka to not get stabbed again? Uh, I'm going to ask you to uh, think about what you just did. What's the feeling you had? And try and concentrate and try and not let it happen again. Wow, Schmorgsborden is a very uh, calm dude. Yeah. And while I want you to think is... about how you're feeling, and I want you to realize <laughs> that that was not an ideal situation for me. Uh, next time, don't stab me in the face. <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say, Arnas? Uh, while Schmogosborden and Asgir is having conversation about the whole shanking incident, <laughs> uh, Shankate scandal, uh, yeah. I'm just gonna go and write uh, all the doors is locked and uh, suddenly appear three beds in, in our room. Okay, make a arcana check. I'm guessing 13. Oh, okay, with a 19. You see a message appear on the parchment just below where you wrote, just as what you wrote fades away. And the message says, in accordance with writer's union rules, this parchment is unable to comply with your request. <laughs> Fuck. Right. Um, I mean, we could we could it's just there. do what we could just do what we would do in the wilderness. We can just literally use our sort of uh, the tent bed shit that we carry around and lie down and sleep. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be all for me with one butt. Like, I think I need to... <laughs> with one butt cheek, you mean? Not one yeah, butt. Yeah. You have half a butt, if anything. <laughs> with just one butt cheek, I'm going to need to get extra padding. <laughs> you notice that you're walking with a bit of a weird limp as well, since that has happened. Oh. I mean, it's a very small one. You have to really be paying attention. Oh, we're, we're, going to, we're going to find your butt. Don't worry about the butt. Okay, we'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, why I'm calm about the stabbing because I don't want to get on the wrong side of you because I still need to find my butt. I'm also just going to check the, the the drawers and see if we find anything of value in the drawers. Okay, make an investigation check, please. One investi investigation check coming up. Ooh, yeah. You find in the top drawer a three quarters empty bottle of scotch and a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> nice. All right, I'll have a little bit of that scotch and then make my bed. And then I'll say, can someone please take first watch because I'm at one HP. <laughs> the scotch is cheap and a bit bracing, but you know, you've had a long day. Sweet. Um, I'm going to take the first guard. So if you guys want to rest. Okay. okay. Uh, make a perception check, please. Okay, 14. You notice a sort of like distant sort of humming noise or like a buzzing. Now make a stealth check. Uh, stealth check. Where is one? Yeah. 
Okay. With a 13, you notice this like green portal floats quickly out of the wall to your left and looks like it's trying to envelop you in its portally goodness. Make a dexterity saving throw. Mm -hmm. Where's the saving throws? Top left of the character. Oh, yeah, I see it, yeah. Ooh, okay. You duck out of the way, but are far too slow as the portal envelops you, and you find yourself appearing on the other side of the room, just like disoriented and dazed by that random occurrence. Uh, okay. I can't stay here then. You're oh. asleep. You know nothing. Yeah. I'm alright. I'm I'm gonna guard you guys. You sleep well. You're I'm gonna watch come comes... now. I'm gonna stroke their heads while they sleep simultaneous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, make a sleight of hand check. <laughs> it's in the skills skills list. Simultaneously. I love that you you felt that you really needed to... Okay, with a 17, you managed to stroke both of their heads simultaneously in such a subtle and delicate way that they don't even notice. Nice. Well, Sleep, my babies. <laughs> almost, as if, almost as if he's done it before. Maybe every night. <laughs> That's why I take always the first guard. <laughs> yeah. And your watch comes to a close without major incident. <laughs> All right. I can, I'll take a second watch then. Okay. Make a perception check for me. Uh, you don't notice uh, <laughs> anything just as a thing happens. That I will reveal to you in just a moment. I've got to scroll through so many like potential things that could happen. Have uh, I healed anything at this point? Am I am I fully rested? But with or how does this work? No, you are in no way fully rested. Am I rested at all? Uh, nope. You have just rested part of your rest. Um, okay. uh, what am I looking for? I should okay. let you sleep through, and I should have taken the, the make a yeah. make a dexterity saving throw. And you'll find out why in a second. Oh, oh first one. First you are one. so one. incredibly lucky. Just as another one of those like buzzsaw blades comes flying out of a slot in the wall, you duck to like cough, and it goes straight over your head and hits the wall on the other side. <laughs> oh, nice. Wow, one HP Asker survives another buzzsaw blade <laughs> to the face. Yeah, you really should have taken maybe the last watch and you probably would have been healed by then. Okay, yeah. cool. Your, your watch comes to a close. Okay, that was my turn. Uh, make a perception check, please. <laughs> okay. On a 15, you notice a small pipe about half a foot wide descends from a ceiling, the, the ceiling above you, and a weird bird creature, like the ones you saw in the very first room of this complex, emerges, and really funky dance music starts playing really loudly and wakes all of you up. You need to make a wisdom saving throw, Schmorgus Borden. How did you do saving again, sorry? It's in the top left, all the saves. Wisdom saving throw. Oh yeah, there we go. 
Okay. With a 17, you resist the urge to start boogieing, boogieing oh, immediately. Uh... Oh, is it not me doing it? Is, is it who's, who's no, it's, it's Schmorgasbodden doing it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was thinking we are all awake. You're awake, but you, you didn't bear the brunt okay. of this blast. But yes, with a 19, you resist the urge to boogie immediately. But this this creature still tries to attack you. Yeah. And it is going to try to hit you. But it rolls a natural one. So this like weird blood-sucking bat creature tries to swoop at you. But misses, hits the ground, rolls over, and then tries to like fly away again. What do you do? Um, I want to stamp on it. Okay, make an unarmed strike. Which is in your list of actions, usually. The rest of you are awake, yeah. and you're still hearing this music, which is like... And you're feeling the urge to boogie, so the rest of you need to make wisdom saving throws. With a natural 20, you smush this bat into mush. Yes. And then, just as you smush the bat into, into mush, you hear the music, like, slowly fade out. Um, you can still make saving throws, please, Askir and Milksteak. <laughs> no, no, wisdom, wisdom saving throw. Oh shit! Sorry, I thought it, I thought I clicked it. Sorry. Oh, nice. Okay, with a sixteen and a nineteen, you both resist the urge to boogie as the music fades away, and Schmorgasbordens watched comes to a close as you, the rest of you can return to your long rest. Okay, let's say the long rest is over. You have your spell slots and your HP and shit. Okay. <laughs> So what do we do now, guys? Do we want to do we want to press on and try new, new doors, or are we keen to go and try and fight that? I feel like I'm gonna need a therapy after this. A turkey? Therapy. <laughs> oh, a therapist. <laughs> yes, it's uh, such is the um, nature of D and D. There are lots of doors down here, but I still think you know, obviously this guy at the top is, has got a bit of Rick to him. I feel like he's the key. Do we need to find something to beat him with first? Yeah, I guess. He's, he's, he's immune to my knee kicks. Yeah, I mean, any, anyone who's immune to knee kicks is a force to be reckoned pretty, with. pretty, yeah, yeah. Should we just carry on for a little bit then? Yeah, let's, let's, to... let's, yeah let's explore. Let's just pick a door at random then, shall we? Should we just take yes. like, this one down here? Yeah, let's yeah. go. Okay, cool. Good doors, any? You attempt to open the door. You see yeah. a ten-foot corridor leading to another door. All right, I'll go out and try the next one. Okay. You, uh, sorry, one second. You manage to uh, open this door successfully, and inside you see a small cupboard and an oh, small cupboard and a door on the other side of the cupboard, and that you also see. It's like a little pantry. Check it out. Why a pantry? Because monsters have to eat as well. You know, the ones that are in here. Believe it or not, the creatures that dwell in this dungeon exist even when you chumps aren't parading through their shit. The room reeks of vinegar. Shelves line the walls on either side of you. And the shelves contain oversized pickle jars, which probably account for the stink of brine in there. Most of the jars are filled with just brine, but a dozen still contain enormous pickles nearly two feet long. The jars are wider than the shelves, so they stick out a little bit over the edge. Also, there's a 10-foot ladder blocking the middle of the pantry, leaning against one of the upper shelves. It's quite difficult to move around in there. I say we smash it. Yeah, I think so. 
I've got. Uh, I think one of. The, I think. The, I think the last two foot pickle might be like pickle rick or something. Yeah. Let's just, let's let's just, let's just smash all the jars. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna smash the jars. Yes. Okay. Mm. Uh, okay. <laughs> As you smash the jars, a couple of the uh, pickles that were inside immediately sprout arms and legs and attack you. Everybody needs to roll initiative. <laughs> uh, now you can roll initiative. Alright, so there's, there's three pickles. Uh, there's pickle, actually, there's, uh, yeah, there's three. Uh, wait a sec. Does everybody in the... How do you have a zero, Schmogsboden? He <laughs> rolled a natural 20. Rolled a, rolled a, rolled a one. Oh, you rolled... Nice, that's very impressive. Um, okay, so I'm going to select that. Now I get a roll initiative for this one. Descending. Okay. Uh... <laughs> okay, wow. Um... <laughs> okay. The first up is Asker. <laughs> right. What would you like to do with this situation? You see the pickles sprouted arms and legs and start advancing towards you, their faces contorted with rage. <laughs> I, I'm going to take, a, take a, a, my crossbow and shoot one of those arrows that can bounce three times and see if I can get all three of them. Okay, cool. Uh, make uh, the first attack roll. Okay, that hits for three piercing damage. And which one are you targeting? Uh, I am targeting, let's see, let me select the thingy. That guy. Straight ahead, okay. Yeah, and then I wanted to sort of bounce there and there is my intention. Okay, the first one looks pretty messed up by the attack. Now you can roll again for the next one to the left. Is this one of the arrows that hits three times? Yeah. Okay, so just mark off one of those, I think, 20 or so that you have. Yep. Uh, with an 11, your arrow manages to miss the next one. And with a 14, it hits the last one for nine piercing damage, and the last one just absolutely turns to pickle mush. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no, that's fine. Cool. Next up is the Lycanthra pickle. And it is going to strike at, who is, is that milk steak right in front of it? Okay. So the Lycanthra pickle is going to try to claw you with its sharpened pickle claws. And a 20 hits you for five piercing damage. So um, you, also, you also need to roll a d20. Uh, d20, one second. You're never going to lift this down. Take so much damage from a pickle. These pickles mean business, yeah. Okay, with an 18, you feel like the influence of the pickle mentality start to invade your mind, but you manage to resist it and cling to your uh, humanoidanity. Uh, and next up, this other pickle is going to attack who I think is Asker. So it's going to claw you thusly for five, but I think five misses. So he's trying to reach his little pickle arm around the edge of the pantry and he's just scraping the wall in vain, yelling, pickle, pickle, pickle. <laughs> and that is the end of the pickle's turn. Next up is Milksteak. 
Uh, I'm gonna use a, a poison spray cantrip on them. Nice. Uh, I'm gonna try to roll on. See if it's gonna work. Uh, constitution save. Okay, con save. They make a 19, which saves. Do they take half damage? Uh, one second. Uh... Uh, no, they just save. Okay, so you see that the pickle's already incredibly vinegar-infused body just shakes off the poison like it was one more acidic <laughs> element in its ingredients. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn? Uh, I'll, I'll just stay there because I don't want to move, otherwise I'm going to trigger the... The double attack on me. Gotcha. So next up is Schmorgasborden. You notice, you know when you order like hot fries from a fish and chip shop and then you put vinegar on it and the steam mixes with the uh, vinegar to like <laughs> create that burning gas? That's what the vibe is like in there after the poison gas and all the vinegar went everywhere. So just in case you wanted a visual <laughs> sensory feel. <clears throat> that helps. Um, do I have any of those arrows? Uh, did you purchase any? Yes. I think did, yeah. I did. But, okay. but in, my, in my equipment, I've got like, I've just got arrows, 60. Oh, so no, it would sure be, it would be, I mean, 60 is probably the amount that you purchased, but it would be in the notes section or you would have customized it, uh, like, because it's not an official item. But if, if uh, um, UKIP remembers you buying it, then you bought some. Yeah, I, I didn't have any arrows at all. And I remember not not to point fingers and stuff but i remember you said uh, sam to just put it down as arrows yeah yeah that's fine and i remember seeing uh well, now that smorgasbordin says he has 60 i remember that was the number that you both bought so mm. it comes back 30 to me each. 30 30 of the ones that bounce twice and 30 of the ones that bounce three times okay okay so for now then i will use one of those bouncy arrows and then after this attack i'll put 30 Strange no. arrows in the notes. Wasn't it? One of them bounced once, right? Yeah, so I think you have 20, 20, 20. So 20, 20, 20, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. I'll make, a, I'll make a note as well. So cool. I'm going to use the ones that just go once then. Uh, yeah, go for it. So I'm going to take one direction there and one, one to the first guy here. Uh, here, and then here, next guy. Okay, cool. So how do I how do I do that? You just roll just a normal do... like arrow bow attack. Short bow. Yeah. I've got short bow plus one. Yeah, okay. you just click the uh, attack center VTT the way you normally would. Okay, fourteen. I believe that hits for three piercing damage, and this thing turns to briny slurry. Uh, is there any particular way you want that to happen? Um. I'd like it to uh, splatter all over Milkstake's knees. Okay, as it splatters across <laughs> Milkstake's knees, the various bits of goopy pickle sort of cling together to form the expression, pickle, and then slide off onto the ground. Um, <laughs> the arrow goes through the first pickle, but manages to miss the second one and just clang against the stone wall. And that pickle hops from side to side, cockily saying, pickle. <laughs> Um, is that the end of your turn? Uh, yeah. Asker's turn. 
Uh, Alright, so I will... So, these arrows... I remember correctly, so if I shoot at one target, one that can bounce two times, if it misses the first, it can just direct it back and try again, right? That's how I can do it. Um, that's a good question. I hadn't really decided, to be honest. Um, if you don't want to decide now, I'll do something else. But Because then you have three shots of getting a hit, essentially. Yeah, I don't want to mess too much with the mechanics. I think I imagined it more as like... Dude, it's the momentum. The it's the momentum of it going through the target that then carries yeah, it through to the next yeah, one. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, in that case, because later on, one of the cool things about leveling up is that you get more attacks. So I don't want to take too much excitement away from that. Fair enough. Uh, in that case, I'll do a a firebolt. Go for it. These things do not look particularly hardy. They just look terrifying. <laughs> They are pickles with faces. I cannot overemphasize that. <laughs> Feels like a fireball is a bit excessive for a pickle with it's very few. A fireball, is a, a fireball is a cantrip, so I can do them in. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, with a 23 and 7 fire damage, this thing instantly turns into a culinary dish you had no idea existed, the <laughs> flash fried pickle. And it smells either delicious or disgusting, depending on your preferences. How would you like it to smell? I'd like it to smell quite delicious. Nice, it does smell delicious. Because I want to eat it. It's like a burger, but like times 10, if you just took all the burgers, the pickles out of a burger and then just fried them. <laughs> I'm just gonna before it gets cold. I'm gonna see if I can. I'm gonna take my knife and pick it up and then gnaw it and just like. Um. Nice. You eat the pickle and or a segment of it. Roll a d20 for me. Oh, four. You feel the sort of like the urge to behave as though you're a pickle settle across you. You can choose to embrace this urge or resist it. But basically, you feel as though you could let your body partially or fully transform into pickle-style flesh. Hmm. I am probably going to not do that. Okay, you choose to resist it. By resisting, by resisting the curse, you sort of feel normal, but you feel this deep rage burning within you, murderous urges, but they're kind of always been there, so that feels normal. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> Sweet. Is there anything else? We are out of combat. Uh, that's kind of good, though. It was, I mean, turning into a pickle would have been cool, but considering how tricky it was for Rick to get back to not pickle, and we don't have the serum, I don't want to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but then isn't there a feeling of regret that you'll never be able to be a pickle ever again I mean, on chance? I feel like I'm all right. I've, I've never had the urge before this point <laughs> to become one. <laughs> it's the thing I never knew I wanted. <laughs> um, so I just remembered, I actually have a spell called True Strike, which mm -hmm. means I can point my finger at a target and I can get a brief insight into a target's defenses. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Interesting. And on my ne on my next turn, I get an advantage on my first attack against that target. Nice. Uh, so I'm just thinking, as a, as an option, we can all I can always go and point my finger at that dude as well. I don't know if that's going to work, but it might. I hope. Uh, I mean, I just realized that now looking through my. I kind of like that I, as a creative use of the spell, but I think traditionally the spell is just flavor text to justify giving you advantage on your next hit. But I like the, I like the idea behind wow. it. So I would probably give a similarly like uh, helpful, but yeah, I would I would try to interpret it accordingly. But I just wanted to let you know that's not specifically what the spell it's is for. Not what it's meant to do. All yeah. right, I see. It's more to give me an advantage on my next attack. Yeah, but we're in a pickle dungeon, so you know I'm playing fast and loose with the rules here. So. <laughs> All right. Well, now when we're done and smashing with the thing, do we want to just give it a quick investigation just to see if we can find any yeah. views before we yeah. move on? Yeah, if we can kind of like swipe wipe away the, the pickle residue, we can see what else is. Oh wow, with a natural 20. You find a number of unsmashed jars, some of which contain pickles, which sort of shake and jostle their ways around in the jar, trying to like escape from your grasp. You find uh, a number of uh, incredibly, like I said, smashed jars on the ground, and you find the wooden ladder. There doesn't seem to be anything else in the room. And you're pretty confident oh. you've scoured it within an inch of its life. <laughs> how many, uh, how many uh, jars of pickles do we have um, alive, as it were? You only have about, I'd say, two left. All right. Who, who wants one? Who wants a, a, a pet pickle? <laughs> I don't know, that's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll give I'll give the other one to Sean, and I'll stash the other one. Okay. Now again, don't add this to your inventory as <laughs> regular pickles or jars or whatever. Go to the notes section of your character yeah. sheet, which allows you to just write whatever the fuck you want and write down <laughs> pet pickle in a jar. Okay. <laughs> pet. Pet. I got a pickle with capital P and you can use whatever punctuation you would like <laughs> in a jar pet pickle in a jar is, is a pretty sweet name for like a like a bar or, something. or a band pet pickle yeah <laughs> pet pickle in a bar I've put okay. pet pickle in a bar now you got me saying it now pet pickle in a jar is evil <laughs> do not eat nice nice I like yeah, that you in the notes in the real world you've given advice <laughs> to your character in the pretend world <laughs> <laughs> that's, some, that's some meta roleplay. Yeah, sweet ass. I can't help but think about pickles now. I've got pickles. I'm thinking in my very in my fridge. That I'm going to eat later. Ooh, I love pickles. Yeah. Not 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 the sentient kind, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a burger just to justify eating a pickle later. <laughs> awesome. So you've got right, some so, pet yeah. pickles in jars, and you're in a closet. Well, a pantry, strictly speaking. Pet pickle in the jarro. Uh, I think we should uh, just crack on then down the yeah. uh, the corridor and uh, mm -hmm. see what what else we can find. Okay. You open le door, which is like a door but French, and you see a long okay. corridor. Uh, do Let's you head just, uh, down it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. At the end of this corridor, you find. A door? Nope. That would have been a good guess, but it is actually a circular 
room. And the in hell that, is that guy again? In that room, you see uh, the narrow walkway that you just walked down is about uh, two foot across, and it continues to hug the wall of this circular Ooh. chamber. Beyond the edge of the walkway yawns a nasty 20-foot deep pit, evidently a trap that succeeded at its intended purpose. An attractive young woman in wizard's robes is impaled on a nasty-looking spike at the pit's bottom and gasping for breath. <sighs> if she's some kind of illusion, she's a convincing one. Hmm. Uh, do we throw down a rope and try and save her? Please, help me! Help me! <sighs> right, she's definitely going to try and kill us, but let's try and save her anyway. I mean, I was going to say, let's put an arrow to her face to sort of, if she's alive, <laughs> then, you know, I'll do her a mercy, because we can't save her if she's impaled. Okay, I need to learn not to be kind in this game. So, yeah, go ahead, that's fine. I mean, it should be realistic. If someone was impaled in real life, you wouldn't try and, like, pull them out of the pole. You would kill yeah, them it's... nice and quick. Okay, let's do that. Happy, happy. I'll take uh, take a normal arrow and just uh, shoot at her face. Reminds me of the last Make a uh, uh, what's the an attack roll, please. Uh, oh, and beforehand, I'll say, I shall uh, show you mercy. I say. <laughs> what? What does that mean? Uh, and she dies. With your 19 and two piercing damage, she just just bleeds out and is limp on this impaling spike. All right, so she was real. That's a bummer. But I don't think we would have saved her anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love the way you concluded that scenario. <laughs> That's a bummer. Uh, but so so this this uh, wizard-looking th uh, icon. It's that her then. What? On the... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the game only has a finite number of icons, so yeah, uh, yeah. that's yeah, just that's, that's just the one okay. that they used. Same guy. Right. Just making sure. And we can we can walk on this ledge here, right? Uh, yeah, you can. You can walk around the outside of it. Just don't slip in the middle. Shall we? Yeah, like Arunas did. Oh, sorry, yeah. milksteak. Like he walked like to the. Should we try here, just to see where this yeah. continues? Yeah. Should we opening the door? We could, even, yeah. we could have a look at the pit and see if there's anything to retrieve. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It might be, Just don't uh, get impaled. Otherwise, you're going to get an arrow. Yeah. I can, I, can make, I, can, I can make one of you fly if you want to fly down and have a look. I think, I think initially we just have a, have a very close inspection with our eyes from, from the top. See if they yeah, let, yeah, let's have a look. Let's have Sorry. a look down the pit. Could you, you're just looking down the pit? Uh, yeah. You can make a perception check to see what you can see. Okay, we've got a 15 from Schmorgus Borden. Is that the only one looking? A 15 from me as well, just above it. Oh, okay, cool. Mm -hmm. You both notice that in addition to this woman's robed corpse on a spike, uh, her money pouch has come off her body in the fall and is wedged between two spikes. Hmm. I feel like money isn't our biggest concern, right? No, I was going to say, it's not worth the risk. Not worth getting impaled for a few coins. Especially if those coins are chocolate. 
All right. Uh, yeah. let's, okay, let's carry on. We'll ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's not make a venture out of the pit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll I'll walk over to where milk steak is then and see if we can have a look down that corridor thing then. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just give me a sec to scroll. Uh, okay. Cool. You come to a door at the end of this corridor. It is a five-foot corridor. The door is regular dimensions. There you go. I'll try to open the door. Okay. As you open the door, what you see is an interesting sight. Six, six orcs oh. are kneeling near the south wall of this room, and they're busy, busy stuffing various goods inside sacks and crates, they grunt to each other every so often, and occasionally show off an object, such as a vegetable or a sock, for the approval of the other orcs around them. Yeah, mm, 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 mm. They pay no, no attention to anything but their weird task. Uh, hmm. I mean, orcs aren't necessarily like, I mean, you can talk to an orc, they're, you know, yeah. they're... Should we, uh, do, do we want to just attack, or do we want to ask? Uh six zone that's quite i might get us that's a lot of it's a lot of dudes isn't it yeah. i mean we can oh, do some are they stuffing things into their socks into sacks and crates it looks like uh fairly yeah. harmless items things like uh vegetables small toys that sort of thing mm -hmm. do they look like like are, are, are they wearing weapons like do they carry weapons are they do they look warrior-like uh, they they carry weapons but they're sheathed at the moment or attached to belts and things they're much more focused on packing these items into crates and they look almost finished like they're about to uh leave a couple of them seem to be edging towards the west door like they're in a hurry do we want to hide and see if we can follow them and see what they're doing yeah let's do that okay mm. everybody make stealth checks damn it that's okay, right. and then milk steak. Okay. Oh. You make a couple of shuffling, scuffling noises, but the orcs don't seem to pay attention as they pick up their packed crates and sacks and hurry out the west door. All right. Should I should I lead the stealth charge, even though I'm rolling like a total asshole? Uh, I have plus four stealth, so maybe if I if I sneak first. Yeah. Okay. So I'll try and I'll I'll sneak after and see if I can see where they're going. Okay. Um. I'll say. Yeah. Make another stealth check because you're moving into a new area. Okay. With a twenty-two, you feel sneaky as fuck. They've, you see the door at the end of a 20 foot long corridor closes gently. Beyond it, you saw a glimpse of a long table and a bunch of orcs. Did, uh, did this glance tell me it was the same orcs that we just saw, or are there more of them? You saw, the you saw more slightly different ones in the room beyond the door. All right, so there's more than six orcs there. Uh, you would uh, presume, yes. Well, yeah. Do we want to do we want to do some sort of plan here? One of us can sort of sit back, because you guys can do that sort of thorn thing, right? Uh, yeah. So the, the nature's grasp, I think it's called. 
Is it? Yeah, whatever. I think that's just A. Because this corridor, if we can bunch them up in this corridor and they need to run over the thorns. Mm -hmm. If they end up attacking, I mean. Do we, do we want to. I've got like a pass without trace. Maybe I want to just kind of like. I could pass without trace and, uh, and see other two. Oh, yeah. How does that work? A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions, that's all of us, from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. Uh, a creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or trace or other traces of its passage. Duration so, up to one hour. So how, how does that work then, Sam? Like, does that just add to the stealth roll if we want to walk inside the room? Yeah, pass without, are you asking how pass without a trace works? Yeah. Yeah, basically it... A veil of shadows sort of clings to you in a region of about 30 foot diameter or radius around Smorgasbord. Yeah. And as long as you're walking with him in that radius, you benefit from that stealth bonus. So if. Plus, basically, it's just plus 10 to dexterity check. Uh, to stealth checks. Stealth check. Just, yeah. So, so yeah. if, if Smorgasbord want to come with me to the door, and then if Milkstake stays, like, I don't know, back here, so you, you're ready to cast any. AOE stuff on the thing, then maybe I can try and sneak inside that room. Just, just a, just, just an idea. Yeah, could do that. Should I cast that now? I mean, or we just go in guns, guns blazing. I don't know. Like, what, what do you think? Nah, it's quite a lot of them. That's the only thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, we do have some pretty badass weapons that I've not really used. I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we can. We can, we can probably take them. Yeah, but, but but don't we want to know how many many there are first? Yeah. What, what do you think, Arunas? You're awfully quiet. Uh, I'm thinking. I'm looking for that skull, the one that I used it before, and that. Uh... Oh, the thorn. Because when you use that against that, uh, the the ice, uh, what we call the polar bear thing. Yeah. It really fucked it up. Um. But assuming you, assuming you find it, do you think that's a decent plan, though? Or do you want to do anything else? Uh, and we don't have any other area apart from the moonbeam. No, I mean, I got like I guess the magic missiles count sort of as AOE. The scorching rays also count sort of as AOE because I can pick different targets. But it doesn't do like a. It's not technically an area of effect spell, I suppose, but I can pick several targets so and deal damage to it once. I've got something, I've got Erupting Earth that sounds like it would be really damaging to people. I can choose a point on this, I can see on the ground within range, uh, around a fountain of churned earth and stone erupts in a 20 foot cube centre on that point. Each creature in the area must have taken dexterity, stays in throw, and creature takes 3d12 bludgeoning damage. That's pretty badass Whoa. if I was to stay. 3d12, that's fucked up. Yeah. All right. I mean, you you both have some serious serious. Uh, so that 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 veil thing, that spell you did. How many? What was that? Thirty. Thirty. So that uh, this is five, right? One of these squares is five. I'm just thinking about the range of that uh, shadowy veil thing. There you Sorry. Yeah, uh, five feet per square. Okay, and it's within. And it's, uh, so so uh, it'll say on the spell. Yeah. Thirty okay. feet. So, so yeah, so if the two of you stand over here, if you cast that, 
uh, I can still walk into like one or two squares into the room being veiled. Yeah. All right. So let's try that, and then 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 you guys are ready to like wreak some AOE havoc on them if they if I come running back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll cast. Okay, you cast Pass Without a Trace. You notice the shadows all around you, the tiny little ones cast by the door jam and things start to jump onto you and start to move and spread around, causing you to be in constant shadow. Nice. Cool, there you go. Alright, I'll, uh, oh, I'll gently push open the door and see if I can move. Sneak inside. You're, push you're pushing open this door, right? Yeah. Okay. Like stealthily, just to try and sneak inside and see what's in there. Okay. Uh, you're actually trying to physically go inside? Uh, or you're just I'll looking in? I'll start by looking, I suppose. Okay. Uh, inside, a warm fire crackles against one wall. Several orcs sit around a long table, and it is many orcs. They're even having trouble fitting into this room. That set the table seemingly for a feast, complete with a large covered silver platter at the center. The smell of baking bread and spiced potatoes fills the room. And I'll show you a little bit more based on your angle. You can see kind of like wow. this. Jesus. You hear the hum of like orc conversation. And they're sort of chatting with people on either side of the table. And the people, the orcs that you just saw leave the room carrying like sacks and crates seem to be handing out those things that they just packed to the orcs at this table, as if it's some sort of exchange. There's smiles and grumping, gr grunting and slaps on the back, that sort of thing. Um, okay. But you have orc, Sean, right? Oh, sorry, smorgasbord. Um, yes, you are. Oh, yes, yes, I am, yes. Because so maybe, maybe you can... Do, do we want to try and talk? Because that looks like a lot. Or do we just want to leave it? Do we want to walk away? I'm curious mm -hmm. what this is, though. I'm curious. I think we should try and we should try and infiltrate somehow. Um, actions. Have I got any kind of like? Yes, I count three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I count at least nine. Oh, also, so can you make a can you make a new stealth check for me with your with your bonus? I realize I haven't asked you to do that. So how how does that work? Uh... So just roll a normal stealth check, and then we'll add ten to it manually afterwards. All oh, right. Yeah, twenty-six. You feel stealthy as a slug in That's a rainstorm. Bad. Um. So, so I, can I sneak inside the room and see more? Uh, you can attempt to, did, but before we deal with that, someone had a question. Yeah, can I? If I was to, um, I've got uh, beast bond. Is beast like an animal rather than an orc? Yes, you you would know that okay, beasts. Okay. The beasts are like. Forest creatures, whereas orcs okay, are okay. an entirely different thing. Okay, cool. And they're offended that you would say otherwise. <laughs> you, you should be offended. You're half orc. Um, I'm okay being a beast. <laughs> but with the the stealth roll that I just did, would I do I need to roll again if I want to try and sneak inside? No, we'll keep that for the moment. But you might need to uh, roll one again in a second, um, as in later on. So you're going to try and go in the room and do what and go where? Uh, I guess I can see if, I, if there's somewhere literally just on the other side of the room where I can hide uh, and then spectate the room slightly more. 
I'll say you I'll say you can open the door a little bit more and see more of the room to to try and identify where a hiding place might be. Um, okay, yeah. I'll do that. And you see that there is not a lot of space. It's uh, kind of it's like a it looks like a dedicated packed. dining room. Um, guys, I just realized that I haven't looked even into my spells on level 3 that I uh <laughs> Like since you leveled up for ages, you got like a destroy lots of orcs spell. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just I got quite a few massive AOE spells. Nice. Uh, before you go into more juicy detail, Aska, you see one of the orcs hand a glass eye the size of a fist, like a really big one to the orc beside them, and the other orc seems really excited to receive it, being like, <laughs> and you get a sense of appreciation from the gift. I feel like uh, just maybe maybe there's a solution here to the, the, the Rick uh, character, the wizard. Um, like, I, don't oh, know. I guess, I guess we have... Because there's no real point in me sneaking inside now when we know what the layout of the room is. So either we attack, or <clears throat> Sean, you should go in and see if you can talk to them being half work. I don't know. Or alternatively, we attack from afar with our massive weapons. Our massive well, yeah, no, but that's, yeah, that's what I mean. Either we attack, either yeah, we yeah. try to kill them, or we talk to them. What do yeah. you think? What do you want more? Um, see. Old me would have said, "Let's try and talk to them because that's you know I try and I try and be you know a peaceful kind of guy." But I think last time I got killed for that. So um, okay, let's 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 destroy him. Let's let's fuck him up with AOEs then. What's, a, what's AOE? Sorry, area of effect. Oh right. <clears throat> okay, so how do you guys want to do this? Also, I give me a stealth check from. Smorgasbord and Milksteak, please, because you guys are kind of close in that corridor now. Oh, sure. And then Asuka can finish this sentence. Oh, dear. Oof, not a good what? check. That's a 14, though, right? Yeah, it's a 14. Um, so oh, then we yeah. get yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> you guys basically slam into the back of Asuka, causing him to stumble a little bit forward into the room, and the orcs sort of turn to look at you. And they just sort of look passively like confused. Then you notice two child-sized orcs come from underneath the dining table and they point at you and say, you're not my mummy. Did she send you with my present? And the rest of the orcs sort of stand in front of the child and grunt at you being like, mm, what, what, what is it? What, what do you want? Why are you here? And I'll take, I'll, 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 I'll take my, my pickle jar and say, I brought the present. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, that was, that was one of my favorite moments in, in TNT. I take out the jar with the pickle in it and say, I brought a present. Uh, can you make a persuasion check? Please? Uh, persuasion? Persuasion check. Just cause it's funner that way. Oh gosh. With an eight, they say, why would we want a jar with a pickle in it? Those things are dangerous. You could get a disease. You'd best be leaving right now. Yeah, but I thought it would be, it's, it's, it's a pet and I'd shake it. So he would go like, wah, wah, wah. You see the jar inside, the pickle inside the jar sort of like violently tries to break out of its jar futilely. 
And, and I went, the... see? So cute. It's disgusting. Quick. Grubble, grubble, go under the table. And they usher the children further under the table. And you notice a bunch more orcs sort of go to stand protectively in front of the children. Oh, dear. Oh, Maybe that's that... good. That's good. That's so good. Maybe I also, it's... I also it's... have another thing. Hang on, sorry. Ooh. And I'll, 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 I have the wooden duck. I still, I have in my possession. I have a wooden duck and I, I got this. I'll you have a wooden duck. You see, make a persuasion check. You see as the orc child sort of climbs back out from underneath the uh, dining table and sort of peers behind the orc adult's legs. Um, but then the orcs say, okay, it's time for you to go and strikes at you. So we all need to roll initiative. Okay. Ah, what? We lost first attack. But to be honest, the... Uh, well, because you crept up and pushed me into the room. That doesn't matter. <laughs> I was just about to say, maybe I can try and negotiate as a half-orc, but it's too late now. Um, you get, that was a, just to give you like a behind-the-screen sort of like uh, insight. That was an example of when your ideas as a player character were, were really good. Like they were perfectly appropriate, but just the numbers weren't in your favor in that situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I liked That's it. That's what's really interesting, isn't it, about the whole thing? Is like that that could have gone really well, but just just literally roll of the dice. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, it could have gone so many different ways. Um, yeah. Okay, cool. <sighs> I would have loved for them to be like completely enamored by the pickle and just be like entranced <laughs> and think it's the most valuable gift they've ever been given. Yeah, me too. <laughs> been made of brother, brother orc. And, and just to put this into into context, I have plus six in persuasion. Oh. And I rolled an <laughs> eight and nine. Yeah. <sighs> Should have worked. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So, descending order. First to react is Milksteak. What would Milksteak like to do as the orcs start, like, lunging towards Asker and you guys? Okay, so I want to cast a mean spell, which takes a 20-foot cube. Um, point. So how much is 20? Uh, I'll draw it for you. Hold on. How does that work? I will, I will show you. It's basically that area. Okay. What? Yeah. How so that work? I'll... A cube is the same dimension on every side, right? So 20 feet long, 20 feet high, 20 feet wide. Mm. You're very, you're very clever. Thank you. This is not my first radio. <laughs> Um, cool, so you're going to play uh, Erupting Earth. Okay, so they literally just need to make a save, otherwise they sustain damage. If they save, do they take half damage or something? Yeah, so they should be creature, all the creatures, and that takes uh, 3d12 damage. Uh, uh, but if uh, if they succeed? If, if they succeed, it, one, one second. So each creature in that area must take a dexterity saving throw. Uh, damage on. Oh, what? Uh, a creature takes three d12 dam bludgeon damage on a failed save, or, or half as much on successful one. Perfect. Okay, so I'm going to do the one closest to Asgard first. No, sorry. I'm going to do the one in the bottom right-hand corner first, and then I'm going to go like in a little grid formation after that. Okay, so this is dexterity saving throw. First one fails. The one above that. Uh, this is deck save. Uh, fails. 
Um, nice. The one to the left of that fails. The one below that <laughs> succeeds. So I'm going to put this as that so I remember. The one beside that one fails with a natural one. Uh, the one above the previous two succeeds. So I'll put a little success there. And then I'll do the one over there. Fails. Oh, gosh. And then the one above that succeeds. Oh, goodness. That was rough. Okay. So. What, what about the kids that are hiding under the table? Oh, yeah. Let me roll for them. Let's, let's not forget the collateral damage. Oh, yeah. They, they both fail. They both fail. Okay. So what, what happens is the earth underneath the stone flagstones of this room just erupts upwards in like sharp wedges of earth five ten feet high impaling the first three orcs in front of you completely they just they're just like massive holes in their chests that stalagmites are sticking through and then half of it and then you notice only these ones uh survive and they are badly wounded. Like some of them have arms hanging by tendons. And you notice underneath the dining table is two just smushes of orc children corpses where there used to be children. It was, it was, the, it was the relish in your voice when you said, what about the children? <laughs> and like cutlery and side dishes are everywhere. And the orcs are grunting at an increasingly urgent volume. What would you like to do, uh, homicidal maniac? Is there anything else you want to do with your with your turn? Oh, sorry, the DM isn't meant to pass judgment. I, I take that back. <laughs> I'm just gonna slowly, slowly back away. Okay, you slowly back away from the massacre in front of you. Okay, my work sweet. here is done. All right, awesome. Uh, next up is the orcs. The orcs are just going to throw themselves at this situation in vain, probably. Um, and we'll go over here. We'll go here. We'll go here. You also notice Asker and Milksteak just before um, you uh, ran away. That silver cloche, like the, the thing at the middle of the table that was like holding the food, it gets jostled and thrown aside and inside is a, excuse me, a goblin, a male goblin like tied up, like he was about to be eaten. And he manages to dodge the blow from the erupting earth as the metal like dinner container takes the brunt of it. And he seems to be trying to like wriggle out of his bindings on the ground. And so this orc, sorry, what? I feel like it's a treasure goblin, we need to catch him. <laughs> the first orc is going to try and attack Asker. Uh, so this one is actually holding a sack, and he's going to try and hit you with his sack. Uh, but with an eight, it hits Don't you, but it. everything that was in it has been taken out and gifted. So it's just like, whew, just a breeze <laughs> of hessian sack against your face. So not much happens. Then the other orc is going to try to push past you, into Smorgasbordon, so we're going to do an opposed athletics check. So roll an athletics check. Oh, opposed athletics. Is this, is this a first? Uh, no, this is Askir. This is probably so the first I... time he's done athletics. Check. Oh my gosh, oh. you uh, you rolled the same number, but he rolled a natural one. So he tried to like push against you with his bulk, and you just like throw him off casually. And you notice that that's probably because he's got tears in his eyes from his recently murdered children. 
<laughs> so, you know, he's less physically strong than he would otherwise be. Um, so uh, the other one at the back behind that one is going to try to javelin Smorgus Borden. Uh, just give me one moment to press it. Javelin ranged. That's a 25 natural 20. Uh, so that Hello. you are going to take 11 piercing damage from this javelin Holy to the shoulder. Shit. So I don't... Am I not meant to see your rolls, uh, Sam? Uh, I think according to this game variant, yeah, they're just showing them to me. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, cool. And then this other one is going to throw a javelin at Asker so that these are the sort of second row dudes. That is 22 for nine piercing damage as the javelin embeds oh, itself in your quad. I'm glad we stopped them when they were young because they'd grow up to be bastards. <laughs> and then the one at the back is going to take a javelin shot at Spogus Borden. Oh, wow, a 22 for five piercing damage. Oh. And the other one is going to take a shot at Asker, but misses with a 10. And that is the end of their turn. Now it is Asker's turn. All right. I, 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 I am going to punch Arunus in the face because he did all that and then stepped away. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to do a third level magic missiles. Okay, so that means five darts, right? Uh, let's see. Let me just. Each I, additional I level three. above first grants you another dart, I believe. So, yes, and it's three. So, yeah, that's five. So, I'll do. 1d4 plus uh, 1 per dart, I believe. Yes. That's right, yeah. And I'll, oh. I'll, I'll do on these three, that one, that one. You know what, let me draw instead. So it's yes, that would okay, be hugely so. helpful for me. That guy, that guy, that guy. Who threw the javelin at me? Um, <laughs> so that would be this guy and also this guy. Okay, uh, two on that guy. Okay, cool. All right, so uh, roll roll it up. So I I guess I'll... Is that? That's no. one. Uh, that's two. Okay, cool. So it's five in total, right? Okay, sweet. So the first two take this guy, dealing five damage overall. As you can see, sort of these deep divots appear in his breastplate. And then the next one takes the guy right in front of you for a more medium two force damage. And then the next one takes, well, I've selected your drawing. I'm gonna, did I? Okay, why can't I select it? Oh. The drawing was a good idea, but now I'm like, oh, there we go. Um, this one takes, where am I up to? One, two, three, three damage. As you see a sort of bruise start appearing on his neck. And then, who have I missed? Did this you one do the down two, here. The, I'll, I'll remove them. Hang on. Okay. I think bottom right is the only one I've got to do left. And he takes, whoa, five force damage, max damage. And you see this, this force bolt takes him in the head, but he's still standing, as are the rest of the uh, hits. All right. I was hoping they would be injured enough to die from that. All right. They do seem injured, but they're not, like, on death's door uh, necessarily, yeah. Cool. All right. Is that the end of your turn? Uh, yes. Schmorgasborden's turn. Okay, I'm going to do Erupting Earth as well. Oh, it's an Erupting Earth party. Um, yeah. Do you use the same area of effect? Um, yeah, yeah, that'll get them all, yeah. 
Okay, sweet. Roll it up. Or as in, send it to me so I can see the damage and everything. Okay, whoa, 24, so they have to make a, okay. So this one's gonna make a save, this one fails. This one fails. That one succeeds. Succeeds, okay. Uh, it's still half damage though, yeah, The next one fails. The one above that fails. The one below that succeeds. Okay, wow. Okay, so half of 24 is 12. Okay, so as these huge stalagmites just erupt from yeah. the ground over the top of the previous stalagmites that are already littering the ground, all, all but one orc are just impaled in various different parts <laughs> of their body as their like last grunts echo throughout the dining room. Uh, and my only regret is that there are no children left. We've changed you. It was not long ago, and I was like, let's talk to everybody. Let's just talk to them all. Now you wish there were more kids to <laughs> Where are the children? <laughs> okay, sweet. Um, next up, is that the end of Schmorgasborden stand? Um, yeah, I'm not going to back off like a wuss. <laughs> Next up is milk steak. Uh, um, I'm going to cast a, a cantrip on it. A uh, is that ice knife? Okay. Okay. Uh, at the remaining orc, but you can't get a line of sight from that. You'd probably have to move closer. Oh. Uh, I'm going to get just there. Okay, sweet. Uh, with a 15, you hit, and it needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Everyone in a five five foot radius. Is that how ice knife works? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm okay. just checking that now. Taking. Yeah, five foot radius. Okay. Okay, so the piercing damage as the ice knife embeds itself in this guy's clavicle, he takes the piercing damage, but I don't think he takes cold damage. It's only the people around him that take cold damage, right? Uh, one second, I'm just reading it now, so what does it say? No, this says the target and each creature within the 5 feet radius must succeed on dexterity uh, or take 2d6. Cold damage. Oh, perfect. Okay, yeah. sweet. That affects him too. Um, so I need to roll 2d6? Or... Oh, no, it's already done it for you in the cold section. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so you see the cold start to burrow its way into this orc's clavicle and... He looks kind of swaying on his feet, but he's not on death's door yet. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, this guy's turn. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, he succeeded the saving throw. Next up is the orc. The orc is going to uh, run up to Milkstake and Asgo standing shoulder to shoulder. But uh, then you see the, or the, the little goblin man has freed himself from his bindings in the back and stands up and says, Oh, thank you. <laughs> And you, you get the sense he's got like a lisp or something. Oh, I, I got to pay it forward. I am indebted to you for life. I am so thankful. Thank you so much. And he like runs up. I'll save you from these orcs. Don't you worry. And the orc is going to attack you. Is it, is it Mickey Mouse? Uh, <laughs> it looks like Mickey Mouse and sounds like Mickey Mouse, but isn't. It's a non-copyright infringing mouse. <laughs> Okay. Um, okay, cool. So the orc is going to try and attack you, but the goblin is going to give you the the help action because he is trying to like get in the orc's way. 
So that means the orc has disadva like dis disadvantage to attack y'all. Okay, so he's going to try <laughs> to javelin you. Oh, that was lucky, but even, you, you basically... The, this little goblin saved you from a natural 20. The other attack Ooh. is an 18 on uh, Milksteak. Does that hit you? Yes, it does. Okay, so that is 8 piercing damage. Oh, God. <clears throat> and that is the end yeah. of the Orc's turn. Next up is Asker's turn. Uh, okay. So, did this guy get hit by uh, any of these Daglamite thingies at all? Which guy? The, 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 the orc, the last orc. Is he uh, injured? He, he's injured, but he's saved against getting hit by them. So he's only been hit by half of one. Alright. Well, I'll, I'll shoot a, a fireball. Okay, shoot a fireball. 16 hits for 9 fire damage. How do you want him to meet his end? Mm-hmm. Um... I want, it, I want him to be, just as he's shouting for uh, whatever name, his name's, the, the name of the kid that he lost was, as he's <laughs> shouting, the fireball goes into his mouth and then and his head explodes. <laughs> the back of his head just blows right <laughs> off and flames spatter his brains against the back wall. And you see the little goblin go, oh, well done, well done. And we are out of, <laughs> we're out of combat. <laughs> Meat. Uh, I like this little goblin guy. Yeah, it was cute. Oh, I'm so glad that you guys came. I mean, I was always hoping for a positive outcome. I mean, maybe if I was eaten alive, I would be... Maybe that would make me happy, but I don't think so. So, what, 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 are, you doing? what, what are you doing here? Did they catch you, or were they going to eat you? Yeah, they, they caught me outside this place. I don't know where we are, but I, I live in a forest... I think not far from here. It only took them a few hours to drag me here. Ah, oh, jeez. But I, yeah. I believe in paying it forward, so it doesn't matter about me. It matters that you saved me. Thank you. Oh, and did, you did you did you hear their plans? Did, did you know what this room is all about? What, what, why were they all here celebrating? Uh, I mean, I don't speak Orc, but... Uh, I, I don't know. They were just giving each other gifts. Uh, aside from catching me, they've been... Pretty nice. Uh, I mean, they were gonna eat me. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not that nice. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we crashed one of those kids' birthday parties. <laughs> Literally crashed it. I think so. Well done. Uh, I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I I want to have a little look around for that eye thing that we found. The eyeball. Oh yeah. Okay. Make an investigation check. Oh, I'll help. I'll help. Okay. With a 21, just as... Oh, by the way, my name is Frumpfly. Frumpfly. Hello, Frumpfly. Just as Frumpfly, <laughs> like, scrabbles around to try to help you, you immediately find it uh, at the far end of the room beside the fireplace. And it's a large glass, like, marble. Fairly see-through, aside from the prism effect of light. And it looks well-made. You're not sure by whom or when. I'll, 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 just, I'll just take it then. Okay. You can write down uh, large glass marble. That's a fine looking yeah. treasure you've got there, sir. <laughs> do, do, do you know what it is? Uh, he is going to make a check. Oh. Hmm. Looks like a glass eye to me, but for a very <laughs> large creature. 
But, you know, I'm just a goblin. I mean, I, I don't really know what it is. That's my guess. So, 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 what do you, what are you about? What, like, what, what are you gonna? What's your plan? Well, what, I'm what gonna you save doing? you until I've repaid my debt. You saved me from being eaten, so I'm gonna help you with whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can um, persuade the other guy to open the door. Maybe we just like say, listen, this guy's really annoying, um, and we'll take him away from you if you if you open the door. <laughs> Maybe you have. <laughs> uh, I'm happy to help in any way that I can. <laughs> sounds a bit like a Mr. Me Seeks. It does a little bit, yes. That's What's that? true. <laughs> Don't you worry. What was your name again? Fruitfully. Frog. Flea. Flea. I, you can just call me Flea. Flea, yeah, cool, Flea. Should we should we have a little look around the room? Yeah, let's. Yeah, let's, let's just investigate the room a little bit. Yeah. Sounds like a splendid idea. Let's, let's, let's find treasures, Flea. Find oh, okay. Treasure. I'll I'll keep my nose to the ground. And he physically like tries to drag his nose along the ground as he's walking. <laughs> uh, okay, right. so the wine. Top as up. you as you follow this corridor and look around the room. You notice that it seems to lead to a similar pile of rubble to the pile of rocky rubble that you encountered in like the second, third room of this labyrinth. Mm. All right, so that kind of okay, so that connects. That's fine. Mm. Uh, yeah, we need to get back to that circle orbit, I think. No. Yeah, let's go back there. Yeah, let's uh, let's sort of. Uh, should we try that, this door here, where I am? You see Frumfleet comes up behind you. Oh, that that's not so good. I mean, looks like I had it lucky compared to her. And he's looking down at the impaled woman. Yeah, the, the, the bastards killed her. Oh, poor thing. <laughs> How can I help? With us. It, it, was, it wasn't me. Oh, well, that, that's good. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll try this door here and see, what, see if it's locked. You open the door successfully, and inside is a seven-foot corridor leading to another door. I'll, 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 I'll go in and try that door. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Inside is a circular room that I will describe in a moment. At the center of this room floats a tiny orb of energy that lights the area up the room has two other doors. Cool, that's all the description for now. There's a tiny orb of energy that lights up the area in the center of the room, and there's two other doors elsewhere in the room that you can see on the map. Well, uh, let's, let's see if we can investigate what this uh, orb is. Yeah, I feel like it's um, maybe similar to what took my butt away, so I'm gonna leave it for now. Yeah, well, just without touching it, I'll see if I can figure out where it is. Okay. Uh, make an <coughs> arcana check. Okay. Uh, where is it? Okay. With an 18, 
you're not really sure what it is. It could be a standard, like, light spell. It smells vaguely of licorice. It's kind of baffling to you at this point. Uh, is everyone in the room, by the way? Yeah, I've got it in a minute. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. When, when the... Just as you're all sort of wandering around the central orb, you notice that the door that you came through slams shut. Great. Oh, no. The door that you came through and the other doors are no longer alone. All the walls are suddenly covered with identical doors. Twelve in all. Weirdly, you're no longer sure which door you came through to get in here. <laughs> love, love the voice. <laughs> uh, okay. Mm. So, can we, can we ask Flea to check some doors? Oh, I'd love to help. So, what? what, what, what sorry, what did uh, what did the Arcana check tell me about the orb? Um, you keep thinking as you look at it, as though you're about to have an idea, and then it just sort of escapes you and you go what what was i doing and you keep losing focus when you're trying to concentrate on assessing the orb and yeah that's that's your experience it's very strange you've never experienced that when trying to check something hmm. Hmm. okay so this is meant to try and keep us in here then uh anyone got any ideas smash the orb Smash the orb. Yeah, Maybe just causing an in illusions since we forgot where we came from and it's but yeah, it in doors. Let's try and yeah. smash the orb. Okay. You can make an attack roll. All of us. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you're all trying a, to attack it. All I have is a dagger. Okay. Um, I'm gonna use my can we do like scimitar? Is that is it is it close yep. enough to? That's do a melee, melee attack. You can. It's just floating in the middle of the room. You can walk up to it. Okay. Okay. Uh, you and Asker both strike at it with your blades, but it just makes a loud clink and sort of bounces off of it. Hmm. Can we can we just try some doors and see what happens with the doors? Yeah. See what... Maybe maybe we should ask our fleet to open the doors. Yeah. So cannon fodder. <laughs> Sorry, you you're intending to do something or suggesting something? Yeah. No. Uh, Flea, do you mind opening the door slowly, one by one? Oh sure. He he goes over to open the nearest door, and as he does, another door on the other side of the room opens, and he sort of puts his hand through the one that he's opened, and you see his hand appear at the other one on the other side of the room, and he says. Oh, that's that's weird. Uh, all right, I'll, should I go through it? Yes. Uh, yes. 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 Okay. This is, this is, uh... I'll, I'll just do it. And he walks through, and then he pops out <laughs> at the other door and like combat rolls onto the ground, looking like he's expecting danger, but he just appeared on the other side of the room. Mm, it's like a Rick yeah. and Morty portal crossover. Shall we? Uh, shall we? Shall we just like uh, kick open all the doors and see? Uh, yeah. Which one that doesn't lead back into the room? Yeah. 
It would just start one by one and kicking down, kicking open the doors and or opening the doors. Okay. I don't want to roll for kicking because I'll fuck it up. <laughs> you open a door. <laughs> you open another door near to you, and another one opens on the other side of the room, and you do you go through it. If it uh, no, if if it just opens up on the other side, then there's no point, I guess, because I'm just going to end up on the other side of the room. Yeah. Okay. Just try, open... not, try another one until we open one that doesn't affect the rest of the room. Okay. You open another one. Another door on the other side of the room opens. But then all the doors suddenly fly open. But where beforehand each door sort of led into a different part of the room, now all you see beyond the doors is blackness. But they're all open now. Mm -hmm. Right. Does anyone have a stick? Of sort, we can just poke through the door and see if it pokes out of any of the other doors. I I do have a stick. Do you want to do you want to just go and start poking through the different doors or the different yeah. openings? Uh, yeah. One second. I'm just checking if I still have it. Uh, up, 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 uh. I think it's a wooden staff. Yeah. Yeah, got it. So I'm gonna start poking it, cool. door by door. Okay, you're gonna poke the stick into the door. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't see the stick appear on in any of the other uh, in any of the other inside this room. It just seems to disappear into the blackness. Hmm. Uh, wanna try another one? Give the stick. Yeah, Asgur, do you want to throw a fireball in it as well, just to see if you can see other side? Yeah, I'm like we used to do it before. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I'll do that. I'll throw a fireball through the through okay. the same door that he okay poked the thing in. You notice your fireball disappears and doesn't illuminate the darkness at all. Hmm. Hmm. Where's um? Where's our friend gone? I'm right here. Should we just go? Maybe we ask our friend to test it out in, into the darkness. Mm. But then if it's only one way, we're never going to know for sure. Unless he can attach a string to, on his ankles or something. That's a, that's a good idea. I've got rope. Yeah, I could stick some rope to his ankle. Send him through a door. The question is, do we want to come back here, or, you know? Well, there was that thing, wasn't there? There was that um, that guy at the top who was, who was indestructible. I, yeah. feel like getting, I feel like getting past that door has something to do with it all. Uh, possibly. I mean, we never, we never know. Maybe portal leads you know somewhere useful as well mm, yeah I'm not too keen on, on just staying and trying every door because you know there's a lot of doors yeah mm. nothing happens when you go through them does it nothing happens it just it's just it's just darkness mm, yeah all right where are we at we should send our friend in you send him in. No, we're gonna tie tie a rope over his ankles and then just send him in. Oh, okay, fine. 
but then again, my, I was thinking like, do you know, how are we gonna know which portal is good regardless? I think we just need to take a, you know, buy the bullet and just go. I mean, you you can. I'm not stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> so, what would everyone like to do, are, or some are you, people? Are you are you getting in then, Arunas? Is that what you're saying? No, no. So first, we sending the. Uh, Gonna say. Yeah. Okay, you tie a rope around Flea. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And you tell him to go through the door, and he's like, huh. Okay, I mean, the first one went well. And he gingerly steps through into the darkness. You still, yes. you still feel the rope, uh, and then... Can, can we try to drag him out, just to ask him what's on the other side? Just as you're about to uh, drag him through to the other side, he says, Ha ha, that was great! Everything, it was just like this room, a little, a little bit, except I could bounce a little bit on the ground and the doors, and everything was just a little... Springy. It was it was really fun. Can I do another one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Test test all the doors. Um, okay, so he goes into the next door, and then a couple of seconds later, he comes out and he says, eh, "I mean, there was just a bunch of people in there, and they they were really hairy, like long beards, like down to the ground. It was it was." It was weird. I could see the hair growing. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't like it. <laughs> All right. Uh, Should we just go through a door? Yeah, just like next one. Let's just keep, keep plowing through the doors until we find something that feels like we want to go through ourselves. Okay, Flea goes into the I want to see Bates going in real time. I mean, you want to, you, are you going through it? No, we'll carry on, because there might be something okay. better than today. Flea goes into the next one, and then a couple of seconds later, he comes out and he says, Okay, that was so weird. There was coins, like gold coins everywhere, like the size of you. And they were very angry. They knew that, that we were keeping them as, as money, and they wanted to keep me as money. But then I ran away. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, that was bad. Okay. That was bad. Good job, Lee. Good job. Still a good job. Yeah. Next. <sighs> okay. All right. Okay. I'll go in. And he like more reluctantly goes into this one, and he comes out and he says, "Okay, it wasn't as bad as the coins one, but this one, <laughs> everyone was just <laughs> laughing, but they were laughing in a weird way. It was like, eh, 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 eh. it was like." Backwards. I, I don't know what they were. I didn't know what was funny. I was. Nothing was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like that room. I like that room. Uh, All right. So tell him to go into the next one. Yeah. yeah. He goes into the next one and he comes out clutching his ears. Ah, there was just a constant noise just all the time. Oh, I need a breather. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. There was no one, no one in there. It just looked kind of like this. And oh, do I have to go in and in? I don't. I don't really want to. I, I can do one. I can do one. 
Okay. I'm really enjoying your descriptions of these rooms. Yeah, that was great. You, you go into the next room? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go into the room. It looks pretty much exactly like the room you left, except your companions aren't in it. And the air has like a like a lemony taste to it. But, <laughs> but the aroma on that air has a lime smell. <laughs> so it's like being in Sprite. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite room. <laughs> What, what do you do in this sprite room? I mean, I'm going to stay in the sprite room, bro. That's my favorite room. You, <laughs> you feel and also taste delicious. So, all right, I'll, I'll go back and I'll tell them about what, what I saw in there. But uh, which door did you go through? Well, surely I, I just walked back through the door I came in. Yeah, okay. Make a, roll a d12 for me. Ah, uh, this is why we should have attached right. you with rope as well. Yeah, but oh my god! I just stepped right. Through. I, I didn't walk right in and step into the room. I know the, it's pretty easy. Like you have a high chance of succeeding. <laughs> One in twelve. You, you say this, but I, with my with my record today. Okay, yeah. With a nine, you managed to walk back through the door you came, and you see the others, and the air doesn't taste like lemon or smell like lime. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Uh, anyone want to go? I'll try one. Let's do the rope. Okay, you yeah, rope Schmogus Borden. Inside this room, there's a series of braziers up against the walls, <laughs> which is the main difference. Uh, you know those little copper things that hold, like, flaming torches? Except the fire coming out of these torches is all, like, tiny cubes just stacked on top of each other, moving up and down like flames would. Uh, Minecraft room. <sighs> Highly bizarre. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Minecraft. Um, uh, I I've never played Minecraft, so I'm going to go back very unimpressed with the whole situation. You go back <laughs> underwhelmed. Yeah. <laughs> I I just, it's just Minecraft. I, I don't even know how. I don't know. I don't, I don't understand Minecraft, so. Yeah. So next. You yeah. go to the next one? Someone else can. Who is? What's our end, what's our end game here? What are we looking for? <laughs> We're just going to well, keep. That was my point that, you know, like we, we might just spend ages and ages just, yeah, you know, testing possibilities, which can be endless. How do we, um, so what, what, what are you saying then? What, what else can we do? Can we, can we try, like, that orb is still there, right? That orb is doing this to it, to, yeah. creating this kind of thing. Can we kind of grab the orb and take it with us into a room that might change things? Okay. Can we cast a spell on it? Can I just like a uh, hurl on like an ice knife onto it? Uh, go, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with a 17, your ice knife hits true straight in the middle of the orb and shatters into a thousand icy shards. The orb mm. remains. Can we move it? Can we grab it physically and take it from its... Make an athletics or strength check to attempt to do so. You are unable to move the orb. 
you strain vainly against it with your mighty half-orc muscles, but it seems to be held in place, like hovering, and it's it doesn't even seem like it's in the air. It just seems sort of like you're looking at it through almost like a window. It's it's like in silhouette slightly. Mm. I'll, I'll try and grab it as well. Okay, give me an athletics check. Okay. okay, with a six, you slip off and fall backwards onto your ass because it's like trying to pull a marble. God damn it. It's orbis. This is a tricky one, isn't it? Maybe we can... Can can, can our friend flee? Uh, Grab it? Maybe he's got some sort of weird magic. Okay, let's check it out. Flea is going to roll... He rolls a five. So he, like, tries to climb on top of it and wrestle it, and he just goes, (laughs) Ah! Slipping! Slipping! (laughs) Straight onto the ground. Oh, Flea. Oh, sorry about that. Uh, I did okay with the with the ropes and the doors. I, I could try that if you want. I was good at that. Except for, the, except for the coin room, that was a little that was a little bit scary. Um, are they are they always the same? If you go to the same door again, does it just change every time, or is it the same room? Is it like defined rooms? You can let's try the test. let's try the Minecraft room. Who is tied to the rope? Is it still Smorgasbordin? You have two ropes yeah. now. One attached yeah. to Smorgasbordin, one attached to Flea. All right. Well, Let's then flee into the Minecraft room just to check that those rooms aren't just random every time you go through them. Okay. Uh, he goes in. He says, here I go. And then a few seconds later, he comes out, and he's got his eyes closed and his hands in front of his eyes, and he says, oh, it was so bright and the light. It was just so irritating. Ah, I... Ugh. Not as bad as the E or the coins, but it was still pretty bad. Mm, so that's not Minecraft. So it's just basically the the doors are inconsequential. It's just randomness, I think, whichever mm-hmm. door you go in. Yeah, but still, like, what's the, like, like we were saying, what's the end game? Like, what are we? Yeah, we still got to try and find my butt cheek. That's that's the main. That's that's what the aim I mean, is. That is the main quest. I feel like (laughs) we still have a more imminent problem, which is getting out of the room. (laughs) Yeah. Um, No due to the orb. Uh, Can I cast just a... I'll I'll try to cast a detect magic and see if I can see the door that is, like, not, like, magically marked or something, if it's possible, Uh, if that makes sense. Okay, uh, yeah. you, you cast Detect Magic. You get a strong magical aura coming off of the orb, but the doors themselves don't seem to read as part of the arcane or the divine schools of magic. They come up on your senses, sort of like a bit blurry. Like they're registering on some level, but it's like your spell doesn't have the tools to detect what they're giving off. <clears throat> And there is no, like, a plain door that is just visible that is not just having any aura or anything. It's just a plain door. Yeah, all the doors are giving off this same, like, blurriness okay. in your mind's eye. And, it, you know, the, the orb is giving off a very clear arcane aura. Um, it's the school of uh, transmutation, I think. Yeah. And the rest of the, the, the doors don't give off that aura. They seem to be, like 
it's like the equivalent of static interference in your detect magic spell brain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. It's tricky. Uh, I mean, all all we have is to keep going through doors until we. I, I mean, unless we just all go through. Uh, I think you're right. I think we should basically all go through a door and just face whatever's in front of us. Yeah, yeah, but then if it's like a shitty door, and then we go back, and then we roll a shitty d20, and then we end up somewhere weird, and it's just going to get really weird, and it's... I think that's the whole story. So what you're saying... We already we are in, like, a weird place that, you know... I get the impression... Where we are, though. I get the impression the orb is um, untouchable. Oh, what about your little eye thing that you found? Shine that out or something. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll pick up the eye and touch the orb with it. As or... you pick up the glass marble eye thing that you retrieved from the orc dinner party, you hold it up to the orb in the center of the room and you remember going up to it as if... And then you forget why you were doing that. Like, why am I clinking these two orbs together? Like, what is this? What is the purpose of this? And you just lose track of what you were doing. Hmm. This orb is quite the problem. Yeah, I feel like rather than going, going through the doors, because we're just going to run around in different weird dimensions. There's, there's, there's nothing... Mm. I think we need to figure out what to do with the orb more than anything else. Uh, I get, I'll try and shoot a fireball at it. At what? The orb? Yeah. Okay. Make a ranged spell attack. With a 23, your fireball hits true, and the flames sort of envelop the orb, and it looks a little black for a second, but then, excuse me, it clears up, and it looks like it's normal surface. Okay. This orb is going nowhere. The, guy, no. the, the little goblin on the ground says... I don't know, I mean, it's about 60% good doors. I think it was, the bouncy one was great. I think it's worth just trying to find the bouncy one again. I I loved it. <laughs> I'm with you, Flea. I'm with you on this. I mean, I'm happy for you, Aruna, to just start going through them. You push for it, but you don't want to go through it yourself. You keep... Oh, no, yeah. I meant to feel like, free, dude. Go ahead. Yeah, I meant we should... If we're going, I think we should go all together because otherwise, uh, especially that every door seems random, I don't think that we ever gonna know what we're facing ahead. Regardless, or, or may not find each other again. Yeah. All right. Well, let's just pick one and go through then. Yeah. Let's just pick one random door and just. Yeah. Let's all go through a door together. See what happens. Okay. You you all go through. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You all go through. The room looks almost exactly the same as the one you came from, except this thought settles upon your mind suddenly as soon as you enter the room. You are overwhelmed by the notion that squirrels don't control this dimension. <laughs> I, I feel like squirrels control that dimension. <laughs> <laughs> 
that's really strange because um, in real life, about three hours ago, on one of my walk, on my on my walk, a squirrel came right up to my foot and was like, really wasn't backing off. I was a bit bit scared of it. <laughs> it's like you know, squirrels are normally like normally really shy. Yeah, like, yeah. The squirrel, the squirrel doesn't give a shit. It just came up to me and it's like, give me some, give me some food. I was like, oh, I'm a bit scared of this squirrel. Ooh. Did you pick it? No, no, I took a photo of it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of the same thing. You you took its soul. Yeah, yeah. Pretty weird. <laughs> that's quite worse, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> well, that's the squirrel in question. You stand there for that's a few a seconds, and then the thought arrives in your head again. You are certain that squirrels do not control this dimension. Uh, okay. Let's just go through another door then. Yeah, keep going. Okay. As you walk through the next door, you suddenly walk into a new room that you haven't seen before. And it is both a relief and also a little bit of a disappointment because you were hoping for that sprite room again. I was. <laughs> Hello. Okay. Uh, a small, well-lit chamber opens up before you. In the middle of the floor are two five-foot square stone tiles that look like the doors of a pit. And that is where we will end this session. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. If you have any suggestions or any ideas that we should incorporate, things you want to hear more of, things you would like to hear less of, just let us know at thewronghandspodcast at gmail.com. So T-H-E-W-R-O-N-G H A N D S P O D C A S T at gmail.com.